All right. By yourself? Three, two, one, go. Oh, hello. Hi. 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 Welcome to Asian Hour. Oh my gosh, I have something here. <laughs> this is my podcast now. <laughs> Welcome to Asian Hour. We have a special guest today. His name is Mr. Nathan. Not to be confused with Mr. Nathan. Clap, 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 clap. He's a uh, he's a good friend of mine since sophomore year of college, actually. So he knows oh, wow. a lot of stories about Grace uh, Point. I transferred actually. in. So if you want yeah. to uh, open Wait. up that. Uh, Wait, <laughs> was Nathan part of Grace Point? He was part of Grace Point. Oh, he was. okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know if y'all want to get into it, but I. <laughs> it's interesting. Ah, <laughs> uh, the PTSD. Oh, uh, okay. No. Okay. So you're also a ex Grace. Actually, it'd be interesting if you were still in Grace Point. But yes, I, I've, oh, I've heard a man. lot. Oh man, He's the one that made the group chat for us. Actually, it's called a Grace Point Support Group. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I've heard of a lot of because I feel like you've told me a lot of like different iterations of this, like Grace Point Zombies, Grace Point. The yeah, yeah. I, I also know one of my like childhood friends, like that sister, is part of Grace Point. I don't know if she still is. So, yeah, it's interesting. Well, this this Grace Point support you is kind of a joke. It's just uh because a lot of us went to Grace Point, and it's just like a group chat for us and our okay. friends. And none of y'all are in Grace Point anymore. Yes. No. But we okay. we occasionally invite people from Grace Point to hang out with us. Mostly Linus, because apparently Linus still keeps in touch with like every single Grace Point person. Oh <laughs> we were playing. Like uh, staying football. in touch with everyone, regardless of. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, actually. I I do have a tendency to just chat with random people out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that's a positive quality. You know, we were playing pickleball this weekend. I was playing it with Nate Wong and. It was really hot, but we had like one of our old friends show up from Grace Point, and he's like super ripped now. I was so impressed. <laughs> I never had any time to talk with him. So interesting, uh, Grace Point. Just so you know, huh? Ian left Grace Point. Oh, I didn't know that. He left oh. a week ago to that on that day. So he's did no he longer really, Grace Point. Too. Did he get really ripped between the time he left Grace Point and now? <laughs> <laughs> or was he already ripped? <laughs> I think he's always been ripped. Okay, all he's right. He's always been right. someone that's pretty, pretty buff. Okay. Oh gosh. That would have been more interesting if they just suddenly get ripped after leaving. There's a certain level of testosterone that I wasn't expecting at that pickleball court because <laughs> we had like four guys, five guys with their shirts off playing pickleball. <laughs> we just didn't want the suntan to like give us farmer's tan, so. It was sure <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think of a uh, hyper masculine competitiveness when I think pickleball. I feel like I'm thinking of like that scene from Beef where they're like playing basketball and like they're all like yelling, and then it was kind of like that actually. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> okay, interesting, interesting. Uh, but at least honestly, none of us were really ripped. We all have our own bodies. No, um... no, no. he's being modest. <laughs> this is a classic. Like when you have a bunch of ripped people, they're like, "I'm so weak. I'm not." <laughs> <laughs> Daniel was like walking away. He's like, I didn't realize I was at a Chippendales. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> dang. <laughs> so, well, that was fun. Anyways, welcome to the podcast, Mr. Wong. <laughs> thanks, thanks. Welcome, I, uh, welcome. I was remiss to ask um, Greg this question, but I'll ask Mr. Wong this question first. Are you a good Asian? Oh, wait, I haven't even asked Hello. Daniel if he was, how, how Asian was he this week. How Asian was I? Yeah, how Asian were you this week? Oh, oh this is a different question. I, I don't, I didn't prepare for this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what kind I of Asian a, were you this week? Uh, okay, that's the question. I had a prepared answer for. 
Well, I don't know. I, I just got back from vacation, so I was in... I, I don't know if I told you about this. I was in Kauai. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. It was kind of last-minute trip, but from Friday until yesterday. Uh, you came back so, just for the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Kat was gonna book flights until until next week, but I was like, "Babe, we can't, we can't. I need to be back." That's funny for the podcast. You know, um, yeah, no, but it was in Kauai. I don't know. I'm feeling refreshed. I don't know. That's awesome. Like, I feel like I haven't taken a long trip in a while, so I'm just mm-hmm. like, oh, I, like I need to travel more. So, yeah, come, come to Minnesota whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I have been kind of pitching it to Kat, to Kat, but, <laughs> but yeah, feeling refreshed. A lot of nature. Yeah, Kauai is interesting because compared to the other Hawaiian islands, it, I don't have any numbers to back this up, but like it felt like the tourist to local ratio was a lot higher in Kauai mm-hmm. than uh, other parts. Like, which is like Hawaii always has a ton of tourists, but I was like, wow, it was like a lot of I could tell on one, one hand like how many restaurants I went to where there was like like as many locals as tourists. It felt like, or I mean, I'm just judging because I'm, but I, you know, I can <laughs> you can usually tell. Do you have a stack <laughs> ranking to Hawaii to islands? <laughs> Uh, that d- it depends what you're looking for. I don't know. I think Kauai the, the trouble. <laughs> Kauai the the nature was really beautiful. Uh, like we went to this I place see. called uh, what's it called? Oh wait, was it Waim- Waimea Canyon? I think, which is essentially like a tropical Grand Canyon. It's really beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I um, my parents had their honeymoon in Hawaii. And I've been pitching nice. Tarina like we should go to Hawaii more. We should go to Hawaii more. But she's she's a Japanophile. Yeah, she only wants to go to Japan, and that's it. <laughs> so yeah, I like Hawaii. Uh, this yeah. guy's moving to Hawaii soon, actually. Right? Oh, Nate. Or wait, you, you, uh, to me, you pointed off the screen. So, but I guess I don't. I don't think you'd be oh, pointing. But... <laughs> camera froze. Can you guys hear? Me? Yeah, your camera oh. froze. You do not have a great expression on your face. That cracks me up. Word. Here, let me reset that here. Okay. My picture is me uh, skydiving in Hawaii. Oh. Oh wow. Okay. I feel like I've chatted with you before, but I, I like never looked at that picture closely enough to realize it was you upside down. Me too. Actually, I never looked at that photo. <laughs> oh, he's gone now. Okay. Goodbye. I thought it was like a little cartoon character or something. That's funny. Wait, well, he's moving to Hawaii. Yeah, he's moving to Hawaii. Oh wow! Like permanently. I know you should move oh. away too, Nathaniel. I need. Wow. Okay, that's fine. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, I got my cousins. On, I, I have family and on two of the islands. Move to Hawaii. Yeah. Move to Hawaii. Move yeah. to Hawaii. Oh, and, and it's funny. Like, well, so I, uh, my grandpa. So my, I, you know, for those that don't know, I have family in Hawaii, and then, uh, and my, I didn't realize. Well, like, we're, uh, my my dad was like, well, so like, my grandpa grew up in Kauai. Mm. Um, and then my dad was like, oh, like, where are you staying? And, and we're like, oh, Kapa'a. And, we, and we're like, and then they're like, oh, you know, that's where your grandpa grew up. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> so then they, they, he sent me the address of, like, I don't know, the house that used, my great-grandfather used to own and, like, oh. where my grandpa grew up. And we, like, went there, and now it's a CBD store. Oh, hey, look at that. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, oh, like, my... And then I, like, walked... Me and Kat, I was like, oh, we're taking pictures outside. And I just, like, let me walk in and just, like, look. And then, like, the lady was like, oh, hello. It was, like, empty. Aww. Like the lady was getting ready to sell a CBD, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just looking." Um, my grandfather grew up here. He's she's like, "Oh, must be very different now." <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Oh, you look yeah. like you're so happy after Hawaii too. You like yeah, refreshed. Yeah, it's refreshed. nice to get away. Yeah. Oh man, 
I'm happy for you. I, I need some refreshing vacation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Looks like Nathan is getting... Oh, add, he says add me back in. Okay. I'm having him back in. Putting you back in, coach. Are you here, coach? coach? Uh, I'm here. I think okay. Welcome back. Is a really cheap Amazon camera, and when it stops working, it breaks literally everything. So, <laughs> uh, you don't have okay. a Logitech C920P, Mr. Wong? No, I got some. I don't even because I, I barely use this thing anymore, so I just use my laptop. Yeah, so, uh, I see. Yeah, wait. Okay, so you're moving to Hawaii. Uh, yep. Which, which island and why? Oahu, because we've the fiance has kind of had enough of the cold here oh wow and uh it was either california or hawaii but i said no to california so yeah hawaii yeah. it is but you it's don't still cold in california, california for the like the water is still cold there we want a beach <laughs> that you can swim in right like wow swimming in it's gonna be hawaii so okay so i guess both of you what full remote work so you can be pretty much so that's kind of the logic i guess i'm full remote she, she's a she's a nurse so she's gonna be in person Okay, okay, so she found a job in Hawaii. Nope. Oh, not yet. Okay. We'll yeah. find a job. We'll, we'll, we'll find one. I'm sure there's a lot there, so. Wow, that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. Being an idealistic people, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, my, my dad is from Oahu, so. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I'll go visit so. both of you guys when you both live in Hawaii, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you have to ask me the question, and then I can find Yeah, well, okay, but you asked me, like, three different versions of the question, so which one am I supposed to ask you? You can ask me any version. You can even um, ask me, what culinary direction are you going in the future? I've been watching a bunch of Chopped and... Or a bunch of Top Chef. Sorry. That was very specific. Um, what culinary direction <laughs> are you going in the future, Linus? <laughs> Um, so one of the like things that we've been watching is Top Chef Masters, and mm -hmm. on Top Chef Masters, they're always like explaining the concept of their menu, right? So they're mm -hmm. like, "This is the concept of like our menu," and lately, my concept has been less meat. So my mm -hmm. culinary yeah. direction in the future is bringing vegetables out more effectively. So that, okay. that's where I'm going more in the future. I, I want to eat more vegetables. I want to like enjoy like like chopping up like different types of like cilantro we have a csa box this summer i'm i'm ready oh, yeah. to embrace the vegetable future so nice that's that's how, how much of, how much of this was influenced by rena or, oh, or just like 100 influenced by okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. but i'm over cool. meat oh wow are you trying to go full vegetarian or you're just trying no, to no, cut no. down okay, no. <laughs> I'd, be I'd be very impressed if you, I was, i'd be like if you said you're going full vegetarian i'd be like I'd be like, Linus, blink twice if you need help. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude. Although there's no all-you-can-eat Korean barbecue here, so I don't really have an uh, opportunity to eat a crazy amount of meat in Minnesota. <laughs> okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, what version of the question are we asking to Nathan? Oh, we're, we're asking him if he was a good Asian or a bad Asian. Okay. All right. Three different intro questions to each mm -hmm. person. Are, are you a good Asian or are you a bad Asian, Mr. Nate Wong? Always a bad Asian because I'm always <laughs> a disappointment to my parents. So you know, whatever. But your parents in my mind, in my mind, I'm still good. But to them, I'm always a disappointment. Oh. Therefore, I'm bad. What do you mean by <laughs> oh. in your mind you're still good? I think I'm doing fine, but my parents are like, you know, PhD, you suck. <laughs> like your brother has a PhD. Why don't you? Who cares? I just got my master's, damn it. Let me <laughs> eat. 
I want to let you have your emotions, but I also want to make fun of you, so I'm conflicted <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, you're fun. You're you're all free to make fun of me. That's that's one of my. I, yeah, not many things trigger me. Yeah. So, Actually, and and where do your uh, where do your parents live, Nathan? Uh, Brunei. Brunei. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. So they're not. So how, how do they yeah. feel about you moving to Hawaii? I, well, I guess it doesn't make as much of a difference. I... They're not. They're moving. like, I guess it's closer because you know okay, we're right. on the are on the Pacific. I'm just moving back to an island, just an island that's in the United okay. States. So, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's perfectly right in the middle, Hawaii. It's like eight hours to Brunei, eight hours to Rhode, no, ten hours, something like that. It's like right in the middle between Brunei and Rhode Island. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's yeah. where the fiance's parents are at. So oh, nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well, not my place to be equidistant eight hours. Yeah. I mean, they right. had to fly to Minnesota two times in the past year, right? That's all. Uh, no, just once so far. I thought they flew for your graduation, and then did they fly sometime my, before that? Last last year for my brother's graduation. I see. Uh, I see. Or they're like, you fly back when he gets a PhD, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just masters not not worth it. Yeah, no, they they came over for my masters, but okay, okay, yeah. But he, he's not they're... doing a PhD. He's gonna have a green card already. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Went back to school just so I can stay in the country, pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, the the green card comes from marriage, not necessarily from ah, masters. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. I feel like I I heard you mentioning something about this friend who was getting a green card, but I, I didn't know who it was. Yeah. I mean, we, we I have a lot of international friends actually. Okay. Okay. Like in Minnesota, for some reason, the IUSM kids always hung out with us. They're the international undergraduate student ministry kids. So okay. at Grace Point, we had like our core group of Americans, and then we had a bunch of international kids that joined our sophomore year. Okay. Although Nate was like never actually even part of IUSM, right? You were oh, that's a that's a student group because I didn't have an accent, so they thought I was american <laughs> and then they're like wait what and then i was like yeah you know too, too uh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to hang out with all the foreigners wait when you say international like what where are they mostly from or or like all over the place yeah for iusms like china korea okay. um i think there's some from like cambodia and okay malaysia too yeah. but yeah so they're like you can't join because you don't have a strong enough accent it's, it's now that i think about it it's kind of weird they really like to segregate everyone and that's probably <laughs> why that they wanted to like hang out with the non-international kids too because it's like we're in america why do you want to keep sticking us with the same type of people having us do different activities instead of having us together it's weird it's like a whole mind control tactic that they got going on but interesting yeah <laughs> I tried to every everyone that I meet from Grace Point still I'm like, do you need help getting out? Just just a quiet like under like, hey, do you need help? Like is everything okay? I like you never know and then eventually they leave them like thank God, hallelujah. So yeah. I love so, having yeah. you on this podcast, dude. So so you you two see yourself as like rescue mission for like people who are in Grace Point. Hey, don't just... put me in here. Don't put me in here. Oh Nathan sees himself as <laughs> I thought Linus was actually going to do like this whole rescue because Linus would text our GP support, you know, friend chat group and be like, oh, I'm hanging out with this person from Grace Point Day. Oh, I'm hanging out with this person from Grace And I'm like, 
are you like really trying to help these guys i'll i'll help you just let me know we'll get another group chat going with wow. all of these like people and we'll Get try to get them out yeah i like how like you trying to get people out of grace point almost mirrors like what people will be doing if they're trying to get you into grace point and evangelizing like you know inviting them out to meals and like being like hey we should go except it's hey you should leave grace point not hey you should go to grace point yeah gotta gotta fight <laughs> i'm always fighting every day <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> Do you feel like? <laughs> do you feel like you've like kind of toned down after a while though? Like, cause I wasn't yeah. there for when you quit, so I mm-hmm. I heard you went through more of a rough time than I I understand. So that's why I'm like kind of laughing. Don't, I don't know if it's really a. It's more of like. I don't know. You find your core group of friends, right? Then you you feel like you can't leave, or you want to stick through it and then leave after. You know, you talk to them that they're gonna leave. But for me, I was like. I still had one more semester because I was super senior by the time I graduated. And I was like, I'm going to give myself one year Mm. to just meet new people and expand my friend group. So I'm not kind of like stuck here because the last draw was kind of like when when we all applied to be like student leaders and stuff. I didn't know nobody else was applying. I applied because I thought everybody else was going to be applying. So I applied Uh too. Somehow I got in. And then, you're a good Asian. Yeah, <laughs> apparent. They you know good. They they're gonna like mold me into what they want me to be. And then mm-hmm. I, after like you know a few of the the conversations, and they were like, okay, pretty much they were like, your hobbies are us. Like, mm. you can't spend your Monday night at scuba, or you gotta come to or on Wednesdays mm-hmm. you gotta come to prayer meetings and all that crap. And I said, all right, let me think about it. And then like the next, I think the next day or the next week, I kind of just typed up the, a whole email and just pieced out and never came back. Oh, what, what was in the email? I just said, I don't think this is right for me. Um, wow. I do not want to come back. Oh, um, I'm appreciative. Was this the one person or was it like a list of what, people? Because we were all, you're all given a leader, right? And yeah. then you're like their subordinate. So then you go to the leader and they can share it to whoever the hell they whoever the heck else that they want i think my previous leader did come back and call me like i think dongzi's called me and then i told him like the same thing uh-huh and that was it never heard from them ever again wow i didn't have did they, i had a facebook post oh you made a you made a facebook post i think so i think i said like something like okay guys i'm not going to grace point anymore feel free to talk to me i know i just laughed did they did they use the words led astray to describe you (laughs) after you left well i know they did for linus so i'm asking you (laughs) led what do you mean by led astray or or i i feel like there's like a rhetoric of like once you leave it's like there's like a bit of like gaslighting that happens of like when they talk about you yeah, I, I I don't know what I never asked them what okay. else said. Yeah, I honestly don't know. I never asked. Okay, because I remember sure. Linus talking about like hearing some of that circulating back to him of like Linus was like led astray or like Linus like had a was a bad influence or something. I don't, I, I'm I don't almost know. certain there there probably was, but it's probably harder for them because they thought I was going to be like perfect for them. Um, mm. I don't. I don't know. I was able to hide a lot of the the flaws that they didn't want to see. Unless they did a full background check, I don't know. There's Just a lot like of Nathan Wongs though, so it's <laughs> like yeah. hard to find the right person. But 
yeah, I kind of just, I, I, I think, I think they were more sad to lose me if anything. Oh yeah, sure. Anyone would be sad to lose you in a friend group. We're sad you're leaving for Hawaii, and we're not even Grace Point. Been <laughs> <laughs> led astray to Hawaii. No, been led astray. Led astray. <laughs> from the good graces of Minneapolis. <laughs> Did you but enjoy yeah. your time in Minneapolis? He used to live in New York before Minneapolis. Oh, wow. Okay. So okay. our homeboy here is going from New York, wow. metropolitan capital of the world, to middle of nowhere, Minnesota. And now he's oh, going wow. to Hawaii. Yeah. Interesting. That That's the whole gambit. Yeah. I'm curious what your experience will be like socially in Hawaii. Because I, I mean, like the people I know in Hawaii are all my family, right? But I know there is like definitely a interesting dynamic of like expats who move there versus like locals versus whatever oh, yeah i think that's gonna be part of the challenge i'm part of it the mickey my fiance is not she technically she was born in hawaii she oh, her, her grandma moved from uh kona to minnesota oh, okay. well that, that meant then definitely different then yeah her grandpa's from oahu to oh okay, okay. They moved to, but they haven't really you know gone or stayed there um Okay. Mickey would hate me, but funny story, she used to put Pacific Islander as her, <laughs> as like, you know, ethnicity. your ethnicity and stuff. Like the first like years that she would fill out forms and then she realized yeah. that was wrong because oh. even though she was born there, she's still, she's Japanese Hawaiian. She's not okay, okay. native Hawaiian. So yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like, that's not right for me to put. I didn't know that. But I always <laughs> make fun of her about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you put Pacific Islander? I did it once when there was no Asian option. No, they put Asian and Pacific Islander together, and I was so proud to put. Technically, I'm a Pacific Islander. I'm an yeah. island in the Pacific, so. You know. I always thought that was random how they grouped it together, or like the AAPI. Well, I mean, like you know, like great to celebrate all, but like they all, it always feels like it's something where they just like tacked it on. Like I feel like yeah. it should be. So. They're changing it, but, though, yeah. right? Are they? Are they? It's not AAPI. It's like AAPIM or something like that now. What's the M? A A N H P I. No, wait, no. Asian American Pacific. Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islander. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I mean, that's great that they celebrate it, but I just feel like in a lot of the celebrations, they kind of gloss over the PI part, or yeah, the the like the non-Asian part. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I just found out Hawaii became a state after World War Two. It was oh, like yeah. very late. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My my grandpa was an engineer in World War Two for in Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's Rena's uh, grandpa was also a engineer in World War Two. Oh. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it was in Hawaii. I'm pretty sure it was like in Alaska okay, okay. or something. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, no. That actually, yeah, yeah. I, I told you about the whole. Yeah, he he got to hide under the desk during the Pearl Harbor or whatever. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah. yeah. That would have been... That's scary. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, the problem is that I'm going to be remote. So going back to your question, how expats and, you know, how yeah. the locals are of Hawaiians, I'm going to be working remote, so that's going to be part of the problem. But I'll be working yeah. Pacific time. So I'll start at 5 a.m. to, like, 2 p.m. And my goal is to, like, either oh. find a second job out there that I can meet people or... um kind of work on the scuba yeah. stuff that i do here anyways so oh, interesting. i'm sure i'll be able to meet some some wacky people scuba diving so yeah yeah interesting yeah yeah no i, I didn't I, I didn't know when you first said it that your uh fiance is uh from hawaii because so, i feel like that makes a difference or i feel like there's like definitely like a local not like even if it's not hawaii hawaiian versus not hawaiian like a local versus non-local very different dichotomy people talk about although all she is just like born <laughs> we don't really 
we're talking to grandma. I was like, oh, who's still left in, in you know, on the islands? And we're like, maybe one uncle or yeah, there yeah. might be some cousins left, but there's, yeah, not that many. Like, yeah. their families own a grocery store in Oahu and all that, but oh, not yeah. anymore, so. Okay, okay. But yeah. we'll see. We'll see how things go. I just have this memory of my dad being on a plane when we were going to Hawaii, and there was, like, this, like, guy, Asian guy from California who was going to UH. And he was like all excited about like going to Hawaii, and then my dad, he's like, "Oh yeah," he's like asking him questions, and my dad's like, "Well, like to be honest, people are kind of prejudiced against non-locals, so blah blah blah." And then the guy like kind of, you could just see him like deflate, and then my dad just like, "What's going on?" I was like, "Oh my dad, don't burst his bubble too hard." <laughs> I love it. Dude. I think I, I'll be able to. I think I can blend in pretty well. I'm gonna get as much sun as I can. I'm gonna be like a super brown Asian boy there. So oh, yeah, yeah. with a surfboard and everything, you know, after work, just go there and surf. You're gonna learn how to surf. I can surf. Oh. I want to surf better though. I want to be able to surf the big waves one day. Oh, mm. so Man, little yeah. baby. Like the last time I was in Hawaii, we'd, I like surfed every evening until uh, sunset, and yeah. That was fun. See, this is one of my hot Asian friends, Nathaniel. Like, <laughs> he's like six feet tall. <laughs> you can look at his dress shirt, you know? Like, there's, he's hiding something. I'm just saying. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Sir, this is how we get the views. <laughs> so dreamy, man. <laughs> so dreamy. I'm just going to sure put him in the thumbnail. Are you six feet tall? Or are you like five I'm nine? I'm 5'11". I'm five six five. of shoes, so okay. if you put on some shoes, you add an extra inch. So no oh, shoes, 5'11". They say Gen Z is hot, but we got our we got our choosers too. <laughs> we got our pick me. Also, I was talking about this is random, but well, I was talking about Grace Point. I, I I looked up the I pulled up the Grace Point Zombies blog. Oh yes. While we we're talking about it, mm-hmm. just because I remember you talking about it. The last post is from 2014. Oh, you have this, to go on the Grace Point Reddit now. That's the more. Oh, there's yeah, it's, it's people fighting kind of civilly back and forth. Oh, and so is it like know who each other are too? It's kind of funny. Oh, interesting. So it's like Grace Point people debating the merits of Grace Point with like people who left and are anti-Grace Point. Is that? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Some, or some people will be like, "This is my story," or something. It's like mm. I left Grace Point after 15 years and. You know things like that. I haven't been looking at it recently, but yeah, I yeah that that was something I used yeah. to look at a lot, probably like during COVID yeah. time. But recently, not as much. Yeah, interesting. There's a post about how they didn't allow wom- any woman in a certain <laughs> Grace Point apartment. <laughs> Whenever yeah, a girl sure. or, or my girlfriend walks in the apartment, it's like a flower has bloomed in a nest of smelly socks. There's something about. <laughs> Okay, well, like, interesting. To be fair, I feel like no girl goes into an average guy's college apartment that often. Did th- were you having <laughs> girls over, Nathaniel? <laughs> well, I mean, we like we lived in a group of. I mean, like my draw group senior year was like four, what three girls and three or four girls, four guys. That's so, true. Like I already lived with, <laughs> or like our, our all our dorms I lived in have been like yeah. mixed. Everything has to be co-ed. I guess we we lived like in apartment housing though. Does Sanford? Even yeah, yeah. Sanford is much more dorm centric. Yeah. Yeah. I see. So they're rebranding Grace Point. It's really? called oh, I heard Acts that. Two yeah. Tent Makers. The hell? Oh, okay. No, actually, no. Caleb, uh, Caleb, our friend who's in Interverse, like Christian Ministry, he told me about. It's called something else at like San Jose State too. Yeah, so, it's 
Wow. Yeah, they, I saw that they. I still follow them on Instagram, and I like seeing who's still in it. And <laughs> they're like starting like there's something called like pop pop ups UMN, and it's like oh. they do one dollar pop ups, and then their typical like table where you like wait one one, do- one dollar who, who who's paying one dollar? So the students would pay a dollar for like a hot dog or some boba oh, okay. or something like that, paying one dollar for like some sort of food, uh, and then they can go and like discuss and stuff like that. that that's that's the key tenant to Christian fellowships, uh, like d- good free food and then like friendship. That's not free. You have to pay a dollar. <laughs> okay, but I mean like you know one dollar. <laughs> I'm like kind of curious why they're doing the dollar part. Maybe it's like baiting someone into buying food, <laughs> like. Maybe free is too scamming, or they're running out of money. <laughs> well, I feel like when it's, when it's one dollar, like I feel like it's more. That's less about making money and more about uh, yeah. about branding between one dollar and zero. I'm sure they're like, oh, I don't have any money. Can you give me food? Yeah, sure. I'm sure they still give them money. Yeah, yeah. By the way, Nate, we went to the farmers market in Richfield last week. Uh-huh. You know the people who stole our spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We hate it. Oh, yeah, you bought their stuff. And Richfield's dead to me now, and I'll never buy a house, despite Kendrick telling me to buy a house in Richfield. Um, turns out they're not even there. A different store is there with a boba stand <laughs> called Mr. Egg Roll. Are they Who's Mr. Egg Roll? Who I don't know. Am I supposed to fight now? <laughs> huh? Did they change their name? No, I think it's just two separate places have food trucks that sell boba, and we were kicked out. Now we're just like insulted. <laughs> oh, it's a food truck. Yeah, it's a food so truck. So they don't even have a. St- oh my goodness! I am about to go all over this. <laughs> Mr. Let's show up and pick they, it. I guess how much they sell their boba for? Seven dollars. Eight dollars and ninety-five cents each Man. boba. Oh my Scammers, gosh! Let's go. See, Grace Point does one-dollar things. I feel like five dollars is like. <laughs> Oh, and I think it's like elevated Asian flavors or something like that. <laughs> I know. But we were doing a uh, fundraiser for synchronized swimming, and I did baked goods as well. I was excited. Oh, yeah, those look good. The, you should, you should I post know. the pictures. I, I will, I will. I was so excited. Because, like, yeah, it's yeah. the first time I've made, like, Asian baked goods before. And I yeah, was yeah. like, there's a market for this. Yes. What but, type of Asian baked goods? Mm, have you ever had pineapple buns? They're like more Cantonese. They have like a little yeah. The on the outside has like the uh, milk powder yeah. and stuff. Yeah, okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the oh, uh, oh, cocktail cool. ones. They're like gai mei bao. It's the one with like some sesame seeds on top, and in the inside there's like a little bit of a stuffing. Mm. Yeah, I, I just remember having my mind blown when I found out pineapple buns don't actually have pineapple no, in them. No pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> it just looks like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But apparently, and this is big news, Nathaniel, big news. There's a Korean bakery that opened up in Richfield called Tule oh. which oh. is like the of equivalent of Paris yeah. Baguette. Yeah, yeah, Paris yeah. Baguette is coming here, too. I know. Oh, wow. Big the news. Asians are coming. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't even think my baked goods could compete. Oh, man. The Koreans are I mean, they, they look pretty good to me. <laughs> they are pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was actually pretty funny. Like one lady, one Indian lady who's like a mom of one of the swimmers came by and she's like, I'm so hungry. Do you have anything to eat? And I'm like, oh, we have these buns if you want to try one. And she ate one. And then she came back 10 minutes later and was like, can I have another one? And she came back two more times. So we sold four oh, bucks oh. to her. I feel like that's what you live for as like, as a food. Or like, I don't know. Those are the moments that make like all the like bake sale yeah. stand stuff. Wow, <laughs> and you guys made all that from scratch. We did. Nice job. Yeah. That buns are like, 
I think I've been trying to learn how to make like a good dinner roll bun or right. something how, like that. How much uh, effort was it, it? Like, if this is the kind of thing where like, all right, now you're gonna do that every weekend, would that be like backbreaking or would it be like fun? Nah, it'd be fun. Okay, okay. Well, like, how much time did you spend like on the? I mean, it's it's kind of like you spend a lot of time letting it rise. Mm-hmm. But it was like from like six p.m. to like eleven p.m., so five hours. Okay. Yeah. And you can kind of mass produce them enough that it's like worth it, I guess, or that you can like have a, enough to sell, I guess. Yeah. To be, to be honest, okay. I only made like what thirty six buns. Like okay. I wasn't pumping out like hundreds of like yeah. things. <laughs> and like you Come have together. to like, kind of make them fresh because we had to refrigerate them, and then yeah. the next day they were still kind of like not as fun as like right out of the oven. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. Come together. Uh, what's it called? Stand mixer. We have, have one. That's the reason you. why we. Like, uh, that's why we started making nice. buns. Costco had ten mixer on sale, so we were like, oh. nice. <laughs> "I like how this whole thing is dictated by the fact that like there was something on sale at Costco." <laughs> it's one hundred percent why I do things. Yeah, yeah. I made Japanese milk bread a, a month ago, Ooh. but that's like a lot of kneading and all that stuff. But it would be nice for that mixer. Yeah. That's for sure. Hand kneaded. Yeah. Actually, Nate is one of the people that we were pitching. You wanted to do like a super fancy dinner before you left, right? Yes, I did. Do you still want to do that? Are you like still thinking about it? Or are you like, oh, yeah, I've been just busy recently. I'm trying to find my book. I started started doing some plans on the book on like the whole recipes and like trying to draw it out. And then I just haven't done anything on it recently. But I think if y'all want to do something, we still need to figure out like what we're going to do yeah so yeah maybe we'll do that yeah i'll i should come over and we can figure out what we want to do heck yeah this is like i think the idea was like some like really fancy like 10 course meal like we have everyone come over and then you want to like do each plate right and you want to do like gastronomy and stuff with the like all the fancy yeah make those little (laughs) spheres and stuff with little flavors and okay wait herb oils What differentiates a place that uses the word gastronomy from one that doesn't? Is it just that they think they're fancier, or like, like, what is there actually anything you can point me to? This is a good question. <laughs> Honestly, gastronomy to me is more like when they use more like science in their food. Okay. okay. Where are you gonna start using, um, like one? What is, I forgot the restaurant name, but they would take like beeswax, charcoal put it into like ice bath create like a really crazy nest looking thing and then place all of their stuff it's like things like that where it's like you would freeze something with liquid nitrogen and shave it really thinly or taking a flavor or something and then putting it into like a sphere and making it look like something else and then yeah it's 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 a whole thing interesting yeah it's just gastronomy has always been one of those like very like buzzwordy things where i'm like it's just like science. I'm like, what? <laughs> I was just like, wait, what is it actually? <laughs> it's probably, honestly, probably doesn't even make the food taste that much better. It's just the 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 atmosphere and like how it's presented. I think it, it's a it's a it's a, uh, it's a state of mind is what I'm hearing. Right. <laughs> it's an attitude. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair though, Nate is also a hard person to recommend food to. Oh yeah. Oh, like as in you'll recommend food and he'll be like, "This was shit." What are you? I didn't say it was shit. I tell you what's good, and I tell you what's what could be better. <laughs> Nowhere can be perfect, right? 
<laughs> Even I went to Chef Morimoto's restaurant. Like I was like, I'm actually kind of disappointed at this because mm-hmm. we paid like 160 dollars mm-hmm. for. I forgot how many. It's only a eight course meal, and it's just average. It's like the ingredients <laughs> are great and stuff. What I told Linus is that all these nice restaurants and stuff. The only thing you can't beat with like all these you know your regular restaurant is the service that is provided. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. always going to be top notch at all of these places, which is something that you pay that you'll end up paying for because of a twenty three percent service charge or whatever the hell they they'll charge <laughs> now, but. The most recent place was 23%, which I was like, are you serious? But, you know, it's all right. As long as, yeah, I I, I believe in if the quality of service is good, you know, overall can be good. I just need food that... What is your, like, peak food memory then? Like, your mom baked you something, your dad makes matzo for you, and you're like... What ratatouille moment? Is that what you're asking? Like, what is that thing that you're looking for? (laughs) don't know okay <laughs> that's part of the problem like i've had so many cuisines throughout my life that mm. it's very difficult to pinpoint one there are things that i like mm-hmm. but it's not going to be things that make me go like oh my god this is amazing so i don't know i i don't think i've found i think that's the thing i haven't found the like mm. oh my god this is like the most amazing thing in the world like i go through moods anyways like i'll like something during a certain phase and then i'll like something else like the next phase mm. i see we were uh I, I was hanging out with rena and we were like going through google photos of our japan trip and we were stack ranking all the food that we had it's like kind of what you're talking about nathaniel i was like, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. For, well, oh yes yeah, yeah i have mixed feelings about the app i don't yeah yeah <laughs> but yeah there's what like stack? an app where you like stack rank the restaurants you've been to yeah yeah so yeah there's, so pretty much there's this app i got onto recently called belly where it's like it's like meant to be kind of social media e, but then like you just like input the restaurants you go to and then it like has a way of being like you're like did you like it like i let you check like i liked it it was okay or i didn't like it and after that like it has you like did you like which one did you like better this one or this one which and then it like calibrates a rating based off of mm-hmm. so yeah, so it's it's like interesting because like I don't really think about restaurants that way, but it kind of forces you to, into this model of like everything everywhere you eat is like ranked against all these other places, and it like so it, it's like I feel like I like it because well I like it in terms of like keeping a record of where you've been, but then I feel weird like ranking like pitting these places I like against each other <laughs> and like having an absolute rating. Yeah, I I I don't necessarily like it, but I do like knowing. I think it was more fun with me and Rena like chatting about it and just both yeah. saying the number at the same time. Cause mm. we were like, what's this? Eight, eight. And then it was yeah. like something else was like eight, six. And she's like, what? Yeah. Why was that a six? Yeah. And I was like, that Cause, cause I, I feel like I, I don't know if I actually enjoy having it for myself, but I like, I would enjoy like, just like seeing what Linus's list is compared to mine. Yeah. I feel like. <laughs> I would be curious about Nate's list too. That's why I keep yeah. asking. He has an exhaustive list of the Minas, the McDonald's. When you drive north mm. on the freeway up to Canada, he knows all the uh, McDonald's. All like ranked? Canada. <laughs> or like which McDonald's is we the have, best? We have our preferred list of McDonald's that we go to because during the <laughs> summer, we go up to Silver Bay. It's about three and a half, four hours away. 
And that's almost every weekend that we'd go up and we hit a different McDonald's until we find one that is like great. Interesting. So, the way this yeah. reminds me of how like Linus and I were talking about making a tier list of all the Chipotle's in the Bay Area and we're like, no one would actually use this list except for us. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though, dude. You gotta have these like food memories where it's just like like I love talking to other Chipotle employees too. Like mm-hmm. one guy was like I was talking to the Chipotle employee at Great Mall. And I was like, oh, yeah, I used to work at the Stanford one. He's like, oh, man, sorry for you. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I heard that place is smelly. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was smelly. Wait, wait. Linus, you should use that app, but then only rate Chipotle's. <laughs> and then you have like, a, and then by the end, you'll have like a global list of like all the Chipotle's in the world, like li- ranked. To be fair, London Chipotle, crap. I went to London oh, yeah. Chipotle, it is no good. New York Chipotle, not as good as California Chipotle. Okay, okay, interesting. Minnesota, I would say the one on campus can go head-to-head with any Chipotle in mm. California. However, Which one on campus? The one on Washington Ave, next to Ozone. Ah, uh, That one's yeah. good. The one on Uptown, though, that one is complete trash. Wait, and, and what... What differentiates like a good Chipotle from? Is it just like the amount that they put in your burrito, or is it like actually? Can you like taste the quality difference, or like I I can taste the quality difference? It's quality difference and the service, man. Like you, you can tell the nuances of how well a Chipotle store is run by looking at the grill in the back. If it's like a state of disarray, you know that like (laughs) guy doesn't take any pride in the work that he does. Okay. Uh I, I also enjoy watching, um, like, how the Chipotle runs their lines. So, for example, what it's called, like, um, you have front of the house, right? So you have the guy that's on the, um, like, he's re- registering you, running, running the cash register. And then you usually have two people that are, like, serving you salsas, you know, beans, rice, etc., right? And, like, seeing how they interact generally determines whether or not they're following the rules, <laughs> Because the person on cash should never be actually helping make the burritos because it's like some like health safety standard. But if you know that they're actually jumping across and like doing that stuff, you know that they're strapped for time and they don't have enough people to help out, which usually means that the food quality might not be the highest because they're just hustling I, I, around. I feel like you're just watching people play Overcooked when you go to Chipotle and you're like, they're not, their system isn't. <laughs> Like, I've been so tempted sometimes where I just like go in and I'm like I could be here and I could just fit in like a little key and like help manufacture burritos for you. It's just a big game of overcooked and you're oh. <laughs> Rena and you I like your... really What's up? Do you still have your Chipotle uniform? I do. I still have the hat and <laughs> black shirt. You should yeah, just go you into one of these stores one day. They just gave it to me. Oh, okay. Interesting. I know. I, I should actually. We've been talking about because we've enjoyed making the boba stand, which is also a game of overcooked. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, that I got to participate in. We did get to participate in, um, and now we're like, man, we should really just open like a cafe or something. Like that's yeah. like Rena's been mentioning that she's like, now we got baked goods, now we have drinks. Yeah, we should do like mitarashi dango or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like get a little charcoal grill and grill mochi on top. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we talked. Me and Linus have talked about like. I don't know, just the joys of, like, sitting in a coffee shop and, like, eavesdropping on people. I feel like one one particular interaction that's, like, I feel like it's been entertaining for me is, like, when you go to a place and you see all the regulars come in and you see them interact with, like, the cashier or, like, the chef or whoever. Mm-hmm. I like, like, today I was, like, in a coffee shop and it was, like, 
don't know. There's like always people that come like like oh you got split pea soup today like oh yeah try it it's great and like like and then like people are like oh like hmm what I, what have I not tried on the menu yet and like just kind of those interactions and then the one that I enjoyed the most was like like where there was like a lull and then like the chef was talking to the cashier and he's like it's like so your boy like your boy Josh isn't come in done doesn't come in anymore huh like. I guess you broke his heart, so he doesn't come in anymore. And she's she's like, oh yeah, like like yeah, he used to like he doesn't even look in anymore, you know. Like before, he'd always like check and see if you were there. Oh. And then she's like, yep, I guess so. And like and then he's like, well, like I think you're too much for him to handle, anyways. So like so blah blah. And she's just like, yep, blah blah blah. <laughs> it's like that's interesting. Awesome. This feels like one of those like you know tell me a story in like one or two sentences type of. <laughs> it's like who is this man and what. A- what was their relationship like? <laughs> Rena's been uh, going to the spy house. It's like a coffee shop right next to our mm-hmm. street. Um, and there's this guy who sets up like this gaming laptop. And he's like, <laughs> playing a video game, like just on the like coffee counter. And he has like a little stand and everything. He has a mouse. And wow. he has like the entire setup. And he has a headset. And she's been going like every like, like she goes pretty much every other day because she's like doing some study or something like that right now where she has to like sit and focus for like six hours and she like oh, likes wow. going to coffee shops to do that. And like this guy just goes every day to go play video games in the coffee shop. Is he like loud? No, he's like very quiet. Although okay. apparently there was one time he's playing cyberpunk 2077 and it, there's like apparently a very like raunchy scene in it. <laughs> and he's like playing it and you can tell he's like blushing and he's like trying to hide the screen, but he's still playing it. He doesn't alt tab out or anything. <laughs> And Rita was just laughing. She was like, what's happening to this guy? Why doesn't he just exit the game? <laughs> it's just like an interactive hentai scene, and he's just like, click, click, click. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, but I like coffee shops. I would run a cafe, but I'd kick people out after an hour. I don't want them to play <laughs> games in my coffee, in my house, like, yeah, in my yeah, cafe yeah. for six hours. Just gotta throttle the internet, or just lock them out from it after. Yeah. I'll get them banned. <laughs> get them banned. Just find out their IPs and just stop it. Easy. If you weren't working in, like... I actually don't even know really what you do, Mr. Wong. Um, I, I think I do know what you do, actually. Your, your support. But I don't want to out you out to the world. What would be your, like, dream job? Like, would My you be dream a... job? Yeah. Or just, like, being a gear and fitting into any company? <laughs> I can fit into anything, but I don't know. I think I want to do something that can help benefit someone or something. As long as someone, like an organization or people can benefit from what I do, pretty much, is, is I'm fine with that. Yeah, money is not, doesn't matter to me. That's all that matters. Like, people are like, su- thanks for helping. Right, exactly. Like, support. It's it, like, I think I live for the feedback comments that comes back from customers. So you just go like out of your way for everything. Then you like hear it in our our company meeting on Mondays. And it's like, here's the feedback from our, we get all the good and bad feedbacks coming back. So they're like, when it, when it calls you out, it's like, yeah, great. So then like you go look at the CEO and he comes back to you. He's like, good job. (laughs) But yeah. Yeah, I think Rena and I have been talking about it. Like, she's like, you know, I just like want to make a cafe, and I'm like, you have a PhD. Like, why you- <laughs> I would do a cafe too if I was here. I'd go in with you guys running a cafe. So yeah. much fun. I just want to work in a restaurant. I told Mickey like, I just want to be a prep chef. My favorite thing in the kitchen is mm-hmm. cooking and prepping food. Like, 
Mm. I just go in in the morning, prep everything. The later cooks, the line cooks, can all come and you know, handle everything else after. And oh. I'm like, that's just so much fun. Yeah. So you want to be the one in those, like, I, I see all these, like, what, Japanese vlogs where it's, like, person who's been running a udon shop for, like, 20 years, like, does all the prep, and it's just, like, someone showing up at 6 a.m., like, rolling dough, and it's just, like, all silent, very peaceful, serene videos. So. I, yeah, I think it's just, it's, like, peaceful, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Therapeutic for me, at least, so. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like remote work has kind of made me, like, I don't know if I'd say, like, romanticized, but kind of, like, feel the appeal of like like oh you just like go in every day and you have something like tactile to do but i don't know if it's just like romanticizing <laughs> it since i've always just been like doing computer stuff i i keep telling rena i'm like blue collar job is my future <laughs> she's like it's not your future line <laughs> your future. yeah i don't know i i do think like you can romanticize it a lot yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that's different than if like you know if we, that's what we did growing up and like have to you know, yeah. like, like we haven't done the like the like I don't know, spending long hours suffering and doing like we just <laughs> like I'm sure there's a lot of like really hard parts to it too. I mean, even doing the bakery and like selling that was like exhausting and it wasn't very like lucrative. I think I made yeah. thirty six buns and I sold them for four dollars each, so it was like a hundred and twenty four dollars. Yeah. And, well, like, and then how much did you spend on all the ingredients? Oh, I don't know. Honestly, not that much, actually. I didn't even okay. count that. Okay, so you made, like, what, at least $100 profit or so. Yeah, but, like, that's split over, like, I don't know, 12 hours of work. Like, <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what they're being paid, so... So close to, so close to minimum wage. <laughs> yeah, dude. You're going to get arrested for paying yourself less than minimum wage as your own employer. <laughs> I feel like as like a cafe owner, I really wouldn't be doing it for the money. I'd just be doing oh, yeah, it because yeah. it's like... So the dream is actually... I think on Cal Ave, there's a cafe that's like backyard cafe or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like you go down this alley and then it's just like all... Oh, are you talking about in Palo Alto? Yeah, in Palo Alto. Oh, yeah. I think I've been there before. Yeah. yeah. But it's like one of Rena's favorite cafes. And I'm like, oh. if I buy a house, I just want to run a cafe in my backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister's like that uh, cafe. Yeah, they, they, I think they're the ones that took us there. Yeah, so that—that's the dream. Every day, every time of my life, I'm just moving from small farmer stand to something more permanent to something more permanent until I finally have a brick and mortar store. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how Willie did it with the boba shop. Yeah, someone we, someone we used to teach with has a boba truck that turned into a boba mm-hmm. brick and mortar store. Yeah. Ah uh, well. Alas, uh, alas. <laughs> I think Mike, I, I would love to own a store or do something someday in the future too. I think that would yeah. be fun. I agree. I've been. I like. Sometimes I think about like, what if I can just learn to make like the perfect croissant, and <laughs> it's like oh. the best, most flaky thing ever. But I'm like, Costco is just pretty good too. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the one of the uh, most famous croissant places in San Francisco, uh, Arsicult, apparently it was like made by just like, I think it was, he was in tech or something. He like former software engineer who just like quit his job and like started making croissants. So That's that so could funny. be one of yeah. Mm-hmm. But but I've been like it's probably one of the best croissants in in the city. So huh. that could be it. Could be it. Could be you. What well, either have of the you? Best croissants in Hawaii. That's <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, I was like, I should bring some sort. Of, I I have to see what the market is like in Hawaii. 
market what, research. Yeah, literally like what available foods that they have and what's missing from like the mainland. And then I can try to see if I can bring something from there to Hawaii where the people there are like, oh, I really missed this or something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just found it. Yeah, it's why, why this why this MIT grad quit a six-figure job in finance to bake croissants for a living. So it's a finance. Wow. Ah, finance guys make way too much money anyway, so. <laughs> he was probably a rich boy when he bought all of this, so. Yeah. yeah. I think I saw something about this. Yeah. Did he open it with his wife or something? Fiance. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I've been here. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the true test of all these like small plans is how long will they last? Like yeah. my like I've been watching like Made with Lao, which is like this YouTube channel oh, yeah, yeah. with like this Cantonese dad who was a chef for like fifty years. And it's like oh, yeah. that type of experience is what really impresses me. Or like those mm -hmm. Japanese restaurants that last like a thousand years. Mm -hmm. I'm like, dang. Like Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I could run a cafe for like a year, two years. Like it's I have like the cycle of like immigrant parents who are like we, we worked in like the our brick and mortar store so that you could have a better future in the nest beat. And then we're like, actually I wanna make chase my dreams and make croissants. <laughs> I think it, it depends on your motivation. Like if you wanna do it just because you wanna say that you did it, like uh sound like you know, you don't really yeah. want you're like, eh, my motivation is this, eh, sounds cool, you know, people will be like, Oh my god, you did this and stuff. That's not the right. Like you won't last long doing that because mm -hmm. it's not. You don't have any passion <laughs> at all. Just like at work, right? You you don't have any passion in what you do. You're just gonna burn out and quit eventually. So, yeah. Hmm. I'm like curious what my motivation is then. <laughs> you wanna know what I think your motivation is? Is it money? No. What do you think it is? I think if you really want to know Ooh. is because this is private conversation, no one will still hear uh, about this. I think you just want to do a lot of different things and like people to be like talking about you, like, oh, Linus did this, Linus did that. And I think, and that's fine. It's just what brings you your endorphins or whatever, right? Because mm -hmm. you're more outgoing than all of us. Like, it's just what you want. Like, you'd be like, oh, I did this today. Oh, I want to go talk to this. Like, you, you always do something extra versus all of us. Mm. So, and that's fine. I'm never going to do that. But, mm -hmm. you know, it's, and I think it's just how you get your, your, your joy, your, mm. your, your, whatever those, those dopamine, ser dopamine, dopamine, serotonin, yeah. Wow. serotonin. Yeah. This feels like a very subtle roast of Linus. Do you agree, Nathaniel? <laughs> uh, not really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I guess Linus always, like, find. I, I feel like Linus always just finds joy. I mean, I don't think it's just so that people will talk about you. I, I, I think you do, like, enjoy having a story. Mm. But I, I think there's also, like, an element of joy that you find in these things beyond talking about it. Or like, otherwise you wouldn't do it. That's fair. I, I, like, I think like, yeah. it's a story for you because you find joy in it, right? And like, so I feel like there's like an added component. It's like, well, I don't know if that's a cynical or like, I don't, I don't think it, I'm not sure if you're characterizing it as this, but like, I don't think it's just to like get attention if that's the way Nathan's. No, yeah, no, no, no. It's definitely not just attention. I think it's just, he, there's attention to it. Yeah. But there's also like kind of wants kind of wants to do it like try new experiences and stuff like that yeah, yeah. and then just that he likes to like really express it 
like whenever you're just okay, okay. trying all these new things. So. <laughs> it's, just... it's, it's, it's a little funny because we were talking about this recently. Um, I was watching this like Casey Neistat video about like ADHD or like ADD actually, like attention deficit disorder or something like that, where he like goes around and he's doing a bunch of different things. I'm not going to characterize myself as ADD in that way. Um, but I think there is some interesting logic behind a lot of people will plug away at a problem for a long time until they finally fix it. Right. And for me personally, even when I encounter a work problem, I like pivot very quickly to doing something else. And then I come back to that problem mm-hmm. and get it done. Right. So I do think there is like a facet of like, I don't like spending time that I feel like is wasted or is boring. Right. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll just do things that are interesting to me. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, like I completely understand where you're coming from where it's like, yeah, he always seems to like have an interesting story or something that's coming up that he's excited about. He never talks about when he was bored and like sat there <laughs> and plugged away on it for two hours. So that's mm. pretty accurate. Speaking of which, I have to go on a walk later today. You know, you know, I have another <laughs> friend who's like here and like messaged me and was like, uh, yeah, Grace you want to go for friend? a walk? You, no, you, this you is... need some help getting out. You Jack, know, feel free to. Friend. Oh, right. Yeah, I never met this Jack guy. You haven't. Nathaniel's met him though. Oh, oh I met him. Oh, hey, hey, okay. I usually, just tune out when you talk about this. <laughs> I was like, wait, I know this person. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he texted me like he was like, "You want to go on a walk to either today or this weekend?" And I was like, "Sure, let's go on a walk today." <laughs> nice, Where you guys, Colin. I think we're just going around the lake. He's going to swing by around seven fifteen. Nice. So, all right. Uh, do you guys have any uh, conversations that I should have with him? I should ask him questions. Yeah, tell him uh, has Grace Point approached him. <laughs> Honestly, Wait, he's like, curious. I'm like, have Wait, you he's not a crazy question, or no, he's Jewish. Okay, okay. Not that being a Jew, not being Jewish. I don't know how to. I'm really bad at that stuff. Because <laughs> he's not Jewish. Is your ethnic identity? Oh yeah. Hebrew is what you speak, but being Jewish yeah. is your religious identity. I yeah, I guess it's like ethnic and really, or I don't know. But you can't be Jewish religion if you aren't blood, like you don't have any blood Jewish. Like that's just how it is. I, I think there are converts, but like it's like a little more complicated. Like I think usually through like marriage or like, yeah, through, like it, I think it's like more complicated to convert. Yeah, he is not a practicing Jew. How about that? Mm-hmm. Okay. But he's also not yeah. in Grace Point. Okay. Yeah. I think that we successfully navigated that. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. But I'll ask him why he's not part of Grace Point yet. Tell him why haven't I met him yet? I would like to meet this Jack. How I haven't you gone to Daniel's uh, lake house in Missouri, my friend? <laughs> Why? Because I was well. I would have been able to go to go this year, but this year I'm actually moving to a whole different state. So it's like, yeah, that's yeah. He planned it for after because he couldn't do it earlier. No, it's fair. It's rough. You're a busy guy. It used to be hard yeah. to get you down during the weekends, but I feel like you haven't yeah. gone up actually thus much this summer. Because summer is not. Yeah, I haven't. I've been trying to. I got so much other things to do. Nice. And trying to like. Roll off my duties to new kids. <laughs> Got to teach them how to cook and clean and dive and guide and wow. take care of customers and when to do things, the operation side of things. So it's like we got a whole like a 
dive crew weekend coming up in a couple of weeks. And that's when I'm gonna just gonna like pass off duties and be like, you guys are now this and this, and then I am retired. So wait, wait is this your job? No, it's uh, okay. <laughs> the job. It's a volunteer kind okay, of okay. job. It's like a we we run the scuba charter. So okay, like okay. A, you live on the boat, and then we okay. scuba dive and teach people teach people okay. up in the North Shore. Because I feel like I classified your job as some kind of tech support, and then you're like diving and blow. I was like, wait, did I misclassify this? <laughs> I mean. Kind of like a job, really, but okay, yeah, 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 makes sense, makes sense. It costs me more than what I get paid in that, so <laughs> makes sense. Yeah, I'm telling you, dude, he's like the hottest Asian in our friend group right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm taking Linus. I know, but I do need that green card soon, so maybe we sh- <laughs> we can go, you know, expedite some things here. Minnesota legal now, so just saying. <laughs> Six feet tall, scuba dives, knows how to surf. He's a great chef. Just wants to work all day. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to date this guy? Uh, but I know plenty of Asians in my friend group. I wouldn't want my friends to date. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but also not joking. <laughs> I actually think, no, I'm thinking off the top of my head, every single Asian in our friend group is taken. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it's all the white boys. It's only the white boys that are single. Literally all of the white boys. Oh, my God. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah, every single, yep, all of them. <laughs> Wait, so is it 100% on both sides? Like 100% single, 100% taken? When you, you're just... <laughs> yeah. So, so based yeah. on extrapolations from your friend group, 100% of white people are single and 100% of Asian people are in a relationship. They all just recently broke up, pretty much. Not the white, the white people? Or the... Yeah, all the white... Oh, well, I guess one not, but the others, kind of. Give it a year or two. Interesting. <laughs> those recent years, yeah. What do these patterns tell us about the broader United <laughs> about racial politics in the broader United States? Asian people stick to it a lot better. <laughs> Just <making> stuff <laughs> up here. <laughs> All right. Well, it's an hour. <laughs> we can end on that note. <laughs> ended on alienating. <laughs> That's all right. Our white friends can handle it. All right. Anything can you want to shout out? No, they can't. <laughs> Anything you want to shout out before we kick you out, Mister? Mr. Nate. Thank you for having me on here. Mm. Hope to hopefully we'll talk again when I'm in Hawaii. <laughs> okay, yeah, dude. You can play Valorant on 80 ping. Yeah, hopefully I have a beach ping. view so I can be like, look at my view, you suckers. <laughs> but probably not. It's gonna be a parking lot or some parking structure somewhere, so RIP. I mean you're also gonna have like weird hours. Five AM yeah. California time. I'm gonna like kinda sleep towards I'm gonna be sleeping early, so I'll be like yeah. be like Minnesota bedtime twelve. It'll literally swap. We'll never hang out unless you're like playing video oh. games. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be video games. Yeah, I'll be true. because I'll be pretty much on Californian time. If you think about it, that's all I'll, I'll be on. All right. Well, I'll migrate to California someday. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. All right. So, anything you want to shout out? What was that uh, your shout out? Shout out to this podcast, uh, Asian Hour. Uh, shout out to all the Asian people out there for sticking in their relationships. Um, <laughs> great job. Yeah. All right, Nathaniel. Anything uh, you uh, want to shout out? No. Uh, Shout out to vacations because, yeah, they're good. <laughs> you should take them if you can. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna shout out airplanes. I uh I like airplanes. I like trains too. I'm gonna shout out trains. Okay. I want to take more trains in the future, but 
Apparently, it's going to take eight years until the train from Minneapolis to Duluth is fully built. So, oh, oh. shout out to trains eight years from now. <laughs> All right, noise. Cool. All right. Well, catch you guys later. All right. Peace uh, out. See ya.